Alrighty, we are at 35a, Lamed Hey Omed Aleph, the beginning of the sixth parak. Let's begin. Um, this is all about blessings before and after food, this chapter, a very important chapter in Halacha and Jewish law. So it says, Kate, we're starting at the Mishnah, how do we bless on before eating fruit? Alperos ha'ilan hu omer. On the fruit of a tree, one says, Bore pri ha'etz, you say, Blessed are you, God, um, King of the universe, who created the fruit of the tree. Chutz now you say that for everything that comes from a tree, except for wine. Sha'al ha'yayin hu omer, because on wine you say, Bore pri and you say the blessing of, who created the fruit of the vine. Valperos ha'aretz hu omer, and on the fruit of the ground, one says, Bore pri ha'adama, you say the blessing of Bore Peri Ha'adama, who created the fruit of the ground. Chutz min ha'pas, unless you are um, eating bread. Sha'al ha'pas, who omer, because on bread one says, even though it comes, even though its ingredients come from the ground, you don't say the blessing of Bore Peri Ha'adama, rather you say, Hamotzi lechem min ha'aretz, you say, who brought forth bread from the ground. Al ha'yarakosu omer, and on vegetables you say, Bore Peri Ha'adama, you say, um, uh, the blessed are you, God, King of the Universe, who created the fruit of the ground. Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda says, no, Bore Mene Deshayim, you actually say, um, blessed are you, God, who created the species of Deshayim, which is the things that come from the ground. Um, kind of like a, a grass type thing. So that's what, uh, that's what he says. All right, let's um, let's take a look at the Gemara, and uh, so the Mishnah was uh, some t- was was pretty clear, except some of the things were vague. Now we're gonna learn the Gemara. Okay, Minahani Mili. From where do we know that you are supposed to say a blessing before you eat? The Tanurabanan, as the rabbis taught, Kodesh Hilulim Hashem. It says, "Holy, for praise is to God." Okay. So melamed, and so by the way, what we're talking about here is fruit um, from a tree that's in the fourth year of the tree producing fruit. So we know about that type of fruit, something specific, that it actually needs to be eaten in Jerusalem. Um, the first three years of a fruit bearing its fruit, you're actually not allowed to do eat it at all. Then in the fourth year, you could um, you have to bring it to Jerusalem to eat. So what we say from this verse, the fact that it says, Holy for praises to God. And this teaches us that um, fruit, or in other words, all these this food needs to have praises to God, meaning it needs to have a blessing before and afterwards. And from here, Bikiva said, It is prohibited for anybody to eat, taste anything before they first recite a blessing. Okay, the high asa. So now, are you really going to tell me that this verse of holy for praises is coming to teach us for this? Is coming to teach us about blessings before and afterwards? Don't we need it for other things? Don't doesn't it come to teach us about other things? Chad number one, the um, one is to teach us that um, 
God said that when it comes to this type of fruit in the fourth year, you have to first, you have to first um, desanctify it, and only then can you eat it. In other words, because you were supposed to eat that fruit in Jerusalem, if you want to eat it outside of Jerusalem, then what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to take its sacredness, put it onto money. That money you have to use to go to Jerusalem and buy fruit there to eat it in Jerusalem. And then that's how you deconsecrate the fruit so that you could then eat it um, outside of Jerusalem. So that's number one, that you would need to deconsecrate it first. And number two is vi'idach. And the other thing that we learned from that verse um, so by the way, the way we learn in the, this concept from that verse is it says Kodesh Hilulim, Hilul, which means praise. Um, in Hebrew, the He and the Chet are look very similar, so you can interchange them in order to um, in order for X for for in order to um, learn these types in order to lose these types of drashot in order to these do, the in order to have these specific types of learnings. And if you put in a chet instead of a hey, then it's chilul, which means to deconsecrate. In other words, it's telling you that fruit of the fourth year, you need to deconsecrate it onto money if you want to be able to eat it outside of Jerusalem. V'idach, and the second thing we learn from that verse is, davar ha-ta'un shira ta'un chilul. Something that requires song requires deconsecration. V'she'en ta'un shira, and if it does not require song, then it does not require deconsecration. So what's this referring to? Well, there's many different types of sacrifices. However, there's only one type of sacrifice that um, that obligates song, and that is wine. So in other words, what we're teaching you here is that it's only grapes or grape products that we say that in order that if, if it's in its fourth year, that in order to eat it outside of Jerusalem, you need to deconsecrate it. But for any other species of food, um, because they don't require song when bringing them as sacrifices, then they do not need to be deconsecrated in this fourth year. And um, that is how we learn that. Uchid Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Omer Rabbi And this is like, but Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said, and then Rav Yonasan. To Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Amar Biachran, because Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni had said, and then Rav Yonasan. Binayin shein Amarim Shira El Al Hayayin. From where do we know that you only say a song of praise only on a sacrifice of wine? Shenemar, as the verse says, Vatomer Lahen Hagefen, because the verse says, and the grapes will say to them, Hechadalti es Tiroshi, Hamesameach Elokim va'Anoshim. Should I keep back my produce, which gladdens both God and human beings? Im anoshim elokim So now we understand how wine gladdens um, human beings, but how does it gladden God? Obviously, God's not drinking wine and becoming uh, inebriated. So mikan shein over shira al al hayayin. Rather, it must be that you keep back wine. Then God is missing out on the song of the sacrifice, and uh, the song of the sacrifice gladdens God. So we see very clearly that you only sing the song of praise on a sacrifice that includes wine. So what do we end up seeing then? So we know now that the verse of Kodesh Hilulim Hashem 
which at first we thought came to teach us that you need to say a blessing before and after you eat any food, don't we use it for two other lessons? Lesson number one is about how fruit of its fourth year needs to be deconsecrated in order to be eaten outside of Jerusalem. And number two, that the only type of fruit that needs to be deconsecrated is grapes or is wine. So how then, where then do we know that you have to say a blessing before and after food from? So now we're going to keep going. So this is all good if you learn that uh, like the opinion that says neta revai, which means the fourth year sapling. In other words, what that means is, is this opinion will tell you that really for all fruit, um, for all produce in its fourth year, that comes from a tree in its fourth year of, 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 um, of producing produce, all of this would need to be deconsecrated before being able to eat it outside of Jerusalem, which would then mean that the second lesson that we thought we learned from this verse, we actually are not learning because the second lesson was is that it's only grapes that you need to deconsecrate, but now that is not the case according to this opinion. And if that's the case, then we do have an available lesson to learn from the verse of Kodesh Hilulim Hashem, and we'll use it to teach that you need to say a blessing before you eat food. Okay, Elamandatani Karmervai, but obviously according to the opinion that says that the expression is not neta, a sapling of the fourth year, but rather the vine of the fourth year, then of course we have a problem because that means that they have the second lesson, uh, meaning that means that this opinion holds that only grape products need to be deconsecrated before eaten in Jerusalem, which would then mean that this uh, the the second lesson does apply, the second lesson from the verse of Kodesh Hilulim Lahashem, which is this lesson that you only have to deconsecrate grapes. Um, and then, Ma'ikolamimar, then what do we have to say? Um, this verse is no longer available to teach us anything about reciting blessings before or after eating food. De'itmar, like we saw, so we saw that there exist two different opinions as to um, what type of produce needs to be deconsecrated in the fourth year. Rabbi Chiyav, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi, it was the peop- the ones that uh, that were teaching these different versions were Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Shimon, the son of Rabbi. Chad Tani Karavai, one taught um, the vine of the fourth year. V'chad Tani Netzeravai, and one said, no, all saplings of the fourth year. Um, so that is what we see. And according to the opinion that says you only deconsecrate grapes, in other words, he holds that the wording would be karem revai, would be the vineyard, the vine of the fourth year. We're still good if he learns this out of a shava. So if you recall, Xera Shava is a, basically you have a same word in two different instances, and the same word kind of sticks out. So we say that just like the there's this law in that instance, that we will apply that same law where you find that same word. Okay, so now what we're basically saying is, is that even if you, if you hold 
there's two possible ways to learn out that it's only grapes that need to be deconsecrated. And now we're suggest one was from the verse Kodesh Hilulim Hashem, and one is now what we're suggesting that it's from Exera Shava Ditanya. We learned in a brisa. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Nemar kan lahosif lachem tevuaso. It says here, when it comes to the fruit of the fourth year, it says to increase for you its produce. V'nemar lehalon utfuas hakerem. And it says, when it comes to um, the prohibition against mixing different species in your vineyard, it says the produce of the vineyard. So we're going to say as follows, just like where we talked about produce by the mixed species, where they're the produce specifically meant grapes, so so too when it talks about produce in the verse about the fourth year needing to be deconsecrated, we're going to say it only refers to to fruit of the vine. So if that's the case, that that's you know that that's a possible way to learn out that it's only grapes that require deconsecration in the fourth year. That would mean then ayaser lechad hilulivracha. That means we still have one lesson available from the verse kodesh hilulim lahashem, and we can use that to teach us that you need to make blessings on food. Ve'ilo yalef gezeir shavap. However, if you don't learn it, that at the fourth year. It's only the grape that needs to be deconsecrated. If you don't learn that from the Gzair Shava, then that means you're learning it from the verse, Kodesh Hilulim Hashem, which means that both, that uh, it's only able to teach you two lessons and both lessons are taken. Then, Baruch Minali, then from where do you know that you need to make a blessing on food? So that's what we're up to now. So um, now we're going to, and we're going to go a little bit further now. V'i nami yalav Gzair Shava. And even if you do learn that um, that you only need to deconsecrate grapes and not any other produce in the fourth year, even if you do learn that from Exera Shava, Ashkechon Acharav, so that means then that you still have a one lesson that you're able to learn from the words Kodesh Mahashem, but all you'll know is that you need to make a blessing after the food. But from where do you know that you need to make a blessing before the food? Because seemingly, in order to learn that you need to make a blessing before and after the food, you need to have both um, lessons available from that verse, and you still only have one of them available. Even if you do learn the Xer Shava, because we still use that verse to teach you the other lesson of fruit in its fourth year, needs to be deconsecrated. So how does this work? Right, but from where do you know that you need to make a blessing before food? You only have one lesson available from Kodesh Yilunim Hashem. So we're going to choose that you need to make a blessing after food because we do find in other scenarios you need to make a blessing after food. But if that's the case, where do you know then that you need to make a blessing before food? Lefanovminayim. So wrote the words hello kasha by the way. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen lines up um, before the lines get a little bit wider. So hello kasha. So this is not a question. To Asyobakalvachomer, we can learn it out of a Kalvachomer, which is um, you we say if we find something that we say something 
in a more lenient case, then certainly we should say then in a more stringent case. So we're going to say as follows. If when you are already full, you need to make a blessing, and then all the more so, you should need to make a blessing when you're hungry. In other words, if you make a blessing after the food, then certainly you would need to make a blessing before the food. So that is, um, so now basically we could say that if you learn that it's only grapes that need to be deconsecrated from Xera Shaba, that means that we have the verse Kodesh Hashem with one lesson still available. We'll use that lesson to teach you that you need to say, make a blessing after you eat. And once we know that, then we would say all the more so you need to make a blessing before you eat. So now we're going to ask, Ashkechon Karim, Sha'ar Mina Minayon. So this is all good, but you have to remember, according to what we're saying now then, this verse about the fourth year fruit is actually only a reference to grapes, only a reference to grape products. So uh, we know that, so that would mean then that now this verse, which teaches us about blessings. So now we know you need to make blessings before and after food, but you, it's not food that you know about. All you know about is grape products. Sha'ar mina minayan, from where do you know that other species, other foods, you require a blessing before and afterwards as well? So we answered the Yalaf Mikanam. We learned it out from the vineyard. Ma karam davar bracha, we say just like the vineyard is something from which you get benefit and you therefore requires a blessing. So we'd say then that anything that you get benefit from also requires a blessing. Um, let's stop here for now. We'll finish this on um, on uh, Friday. I do apologize for that little uh, week hiatus that, um, that I took. Um, but we are back and ready to go. And these are very important uh, parts of the Gemara. Um, have a great night.